Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This week on The Bachelor. Only four men remain, but not for long. Then, a surprise self-elimination. But was he the one that got away? Plus, the newest Bachelorette for season 18 is revealed. It's the least exciting mentel all ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I am Jared Freed. And we are back with a Men Tell All episode that um, honestly didn't impress me, but <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Men Tell Some is how I What felt. was that? I said Men Tell Some is how I... Uh, yeah. It had no captain. No captain of the show. No captain. The hosts it were w- horrible. I agree. Um, it, was, uh, it was a mess, and um, it just didn't... It didn't work. And I, and I don't think they had a lot to work with. It seemed like they added things in that we're going to get to. But, like, there were segments you're like, where? What's this? Like, what are we doing? Why? Here? Like, there was. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. So there was a lot uh, to be desired. I felt from Agreed. the struck the structure. And I, I won't even we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay, so before we do it, uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. Um, we also have a newsletter that comes out each week called The Bachelor Breakdown. And uh, Dana, she's the one who writes that she's giving you all the info on what's going down in Bachelor Nation every single day so you don't miss it. So you guys can subscribe to that at Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. But first, let's, let's talk about Michelle's men. So I can't believe Michelle's men are already being released because literally as of last week, they were they were still um, like announcing casting calls for Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. There's a lot of guys. I know they do this now and they say like, here's your first look at maybe her contestants. And I think it's so that they don't have to screen their contestants as much as they normally or. I'm sure they do still, but it's so basically anybody that has a sordid past, hopefully it'll uh, rise to the social media top and then they'll cut them before the show starts. They let the fans, they let the fans do the, do the initial vetting, do, do the background checks. But I was struck by how many people from other countries there were. Yeah, they're actually Nova Scotia. I mean, there's two. From, there's two from Canada. There's one from the Dominican Republic. There's one from Argentina. There was one from someplace else. Also, I think there was like five countries. I wonder why they did that. Are they just running out of men in the U.S. to put on the show? I mean, it's also like I, I don't know. I. Do I want to watch a bunch of... You know, I, I think I'm ready for Paradise at this point. Yeah. Because, like, the idea of another season of The the Bachelorette instead of The Bachelor, to me, is, like, kind of a miss. 
You know, like I I, I want to see I want to see Michelle, but like The Bachelor is the show that people you know like we I I I'm done watching a bunch of dudes become besties. You know, <laughs> like yes. yeah, you know, like I've seen we. I need a break from this. Like, th- there's a reason why you go back and forth, and if you, you know, it feels fresh. This fight, even like I didn't even look at the contestants. Someone sent me one of the guys that like they know, friend of a friend. They're like, you're gonna have fun with this one. I was like, I don't know, probably like, not. I'm tired. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'll get to it in a few months. Like, let us get through the fucking paradise first. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, but I agree, Jared. I I think I. I'm not ready for another another set of dudes. Just another yeah. set of thirsty dudes. Exactly. And it's like the thing is, the other thing about these, you know, they how old's Michelle? I think she's also thirty. I'm actually gonna check. I mean and I don't know how I haven't looked at the dudes, just I, I just like They they kinda run the gamut, uh, age wise. But that's the whole thing is like, you know, we're going to talk a lot about, you know, Michael A leaving the show. It's like you got to have real stakes in the show. Like when I saw that they were doing like older bachelor, older bachelorette, you're like, "Oh, that's interesting." Like, you know, like I think the bachelorette. Be, I think Michelle is also like somebody who is pretty genuine, but I'm like uh, uh, casting people It's not even from, about her. It's not even about her. It's more just like I want to see a 50-year-old man on the show. You know, like I, I, I really yeah. do. I, I don't. Twenty-three-year-olds. Well, yeah, well, the twenty-three. I would. I just want like a bunch of forty-year-olds that are like you know retired early, like those guys on the show. Like these guys. Like you know, even Andrew looked younger last night. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he was, and it just like I, maybe it's my age. I don't know what it is, but it's like it, it is the. No, I agree. I agree. You know, I, I, I think when like there's twenty-three-year-old women, like they go on and like. They're actually like I do believe twenty, even though they're young. The twenty-three-year-old women are on there, like looking like oh, this is the guy. This is my Cinderella story. When the twenty-five-year-old dude, I don't buy it as much. Like with a forty-five-year-old, I'd be like, yeah, he's lonely and he wants a you know, you know, some hot woman who to have on his arm, and he has too much of an ego at that age, you know. So there's just a better storyline. Yeah, I mean, even when Andrew S was like. You know, I'm very accustomed to heartbreak. I was like, "Are yeah. you? <laughs> Are you? You were a professional football player. I think you're gonna be okay. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and also with the, I think what you're trying to say, the reason why you want to see like, uh, you know, 45 year old, whatever, they're actually eligible bachelors. Like, let, like yes, <laughs> like you would actually want to fight for their love. Yeah. Here's the d- a- a- and. And they're exhausted. They don't want to go to a bar. They don't want to go to San Diego or Nashville and hang on Broadway. Like, these guys, you could see it last night. Like, they all looked like it was the Thursday of a bachelor party weekend. Like, they were ready to party. I'm dead. You know? Like, like they were all like, you know, like, Kyle, that guy Kyle was on the show just there to smile. You know, like, you know, like, it just... He didn't speak once. Yeah, but it just... They had a lot of people that weren't speaking at all. I felt non-entities, yeah, it w- and then but. the people that were speaking, I was like, "Why are you talking so much?" Yeah, I yeah, whatever. I also think the idea that Michelle, a teacher from Minneapolis, is going to move to Jamaica to be with one of these guys she meets on her season, I'm like, it's "What? Just- like this is not going to work." You have to. She's 28, by the way. Oh wow! 
Good for her. 28. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) Not a day over 24. No, yeah, I think uh, the guys were pretty good looking, though. There was a few that I've obviously already followed, but... (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Kay Kay is assembling her group of Avengers to go take on L.A. with. The next group to fill up the San Diego uh, (laughs) city limits. Which I don't know if I saw anybody from San Diego on there. Oh, look at that. How the tables have turned. (laughs) My, how the turntables. Okay, so let's get into the episode. So first, we have a fan favorite that goes home to his number one fan. Then Caitlin and Taysha do their best to ping pong host interviews. Connor makes out with a stranger on TV during a pandemic. Andrew S. self-campaigns to be The Bachelor, whether he realizes it or not. We see an engagement that is not The Bachelorette's. And finally... Katie faces all the men she rejected. Um, And Uh. that's one of my favorite things that they say when, you know, when Katie walks out and Taysha and Caitlin were like, how does it feel to be on a stage with all of your ex-boyfriends? It's so annoying. They always say It's so annoying. (laughs) These heartbroken men. It's like. They all looked like they were going to a strip club later tonight. Like they, they, don't care. they were did not. Yeah, they did not seem so heartbroken. They all have <laughs> Molly in their pockets that they were taking the second <laughs> the cameras cut, so that they could hit the streets and paint the town rose red. Pun Truly. intended. They did not so, care about Katie, and uh, well, I just wish they would have that dress again. A miss. Give her a sparkle. I can't even talk about the outfits anymore. Like the red and then a lime green. It, it, the theme was weird. The, the theme. I, I, well, because I was like, why are we on theme? Like it, it, it was very like Christmas colors. And then they were like, oh, it's too Christmas. Let's put her in a lime. And that'll <laughs> liven things up a little bit. Whatever. I thought it was weird. Let's get into the episode titles. All right. So do you. You guys want to go first? What you have? I said Connor the I, cat better get tested for fleas. <laughs> I had C- Caitlin Bristow's after the final rose. Good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I had the least dramatic men tell all ever. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's that that sums it up. Even before the rose, we didn't even get to the men tell all. We, you know, you, you have a fifteen-minute chunk. Yeah. That is all about Michael A. What did you guys think? I thought the Michael A. stuff was, I mean, I, I, I've been saying it from the beginning. I do not think Michael A. should have made it this far. I don't think he kind of should be here. He does not seem ready yeah. um, to be mm. here. And there's all these people out there being like, Michael for Bachelor, Michael for Bachelor. And I'm like, no, not Michael for Bachelor, because if he can't even leave for this small amount of time to go see his uh to like leave his kid for this amount of time how is he just gonna do that again i mean i agree i don't think he probably should have gone to begin with um i think though the editing of this again was really weird like nothing kicks off an exciting mental all like watching a guy cry over some actual serious life stuff yeah um i'm like okay well now that we've are down let's well, get this party well, started well we start with caitlin and Tasha taking this walk and i think it's kind of but you know like i i do think michael a is ready i i actually think he and i've gotten a little bit of feedback from this and 
I think he used his kid as an excuse, as bad as that sounds. But, like, when you break up with someone, and he had to break up with Katie. Let's, let's remind. Yeah. Katie literally said, I get to be an instant mom. As if that was like a normal thing to say. Like she's like excited. Like, you know, she's she prepared to like either sending this kid to prep school and stuff. Y- yeah, it was weird that she's like, uh, it, it's it's weird that she didn't take like his circumstance as seriously as he needed to take it. Like yeah. his circumstance is, and and that's the thing. Like this isn't a hate on Michael A. Or to say that like. I know it sounds like that when I say like he created an excuse from his kid, but like my, and we've been saying this, Michael A had to make the decision. Do I bring a woman into my child's life? And he decided no, no. And it, and, and, and the idea that he couldn't last another day on there because his kid said like, do you even miss me? Like he said, the kid said a lot of things. Why did that one thing hit him? And none of the other things hit him. Like I, and, and I've had a lot of people DM me, like, and it's always been mothers going, you don't understand, you don't have a kid. And I'm like, no, but I understand being a man and having to end a relationship. And you're like, here's my out. Mm-hmm. Here's the door. And it's going to pass me by. And the door changes the minute you bring her home. Yeah. So, like, he, so, and the goal of every man on The Bachelorette is to get out while also being considered a good guy. And he could do that. He could be the good guy. He could come back as the bachelor. He could be, you know, and this is kind of the beauty of having children is that you have a built-in excuse. You know, like. I don't know that. I don't know. I feel like he should have left um, a while ago. And I feel like he knew that he was going to leave a while ago because having a kid at home. And I think what his, the kid said was like, um, or I think that you're gone because you just don't want to see yeah, me. Like, why why and don't like, you want to see me anymore? That would obviously sure. fucking wreck me. But also, I wouldn't have been there. It, I just felt like it was I'm all not saying kind that of did, odd. And I, 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 they kept showing it. And then even when they bring them back at the men tell all to show us what happened at the beginning of the episode, I was like, we saw it. Yeah. 20 we minutes get ago. It. A fucking hug. <laughs> like he's a father. He loves his son. And, bingo, and bingo. It's, and it's also not to say that that's not part of the reason that's not, you know, like that's, he, I could definitely see him. Of course he's a mess from, you know, your kid crying being like, when are you coming home? But let's remember, you know, it, it didn't, affect him a week ago he had a week to go maybe like what he had three days left on this show and and if you're if you believe that this person is the love of your life which that's what he you know like i i know it hurts to hear this katie but he's saying you're not the love of my life and i need to chill on this for a second yeah you know like and and when he when later in the show when they're like could you still see yourself with her yeah but the circumstances are totally different now he could see himself going for drinks with her and not introducing him her to his son and his in-laws and his uh, and his parents. Yeah. He, could, he could see. Of course, he could see that. You know, like I, I just. I mean, and it, the gag of it all is that um, literally hometowns was next, so he was getting ready yeah. to go home to see his son or see family or see whatever. Yeah. You know, I think like that in, his son probably wasn't coming for hometowns because of COVID. I, I feel like they were probably flying people in and then not doing that but i also was like why wouldn't you they didn't bring his son just the whole time what's his son doing 
<laughs> he, he can zoom school from the from the mansion from the Tamaya. He's a four. He doesn't even go to school. <laughs> well, I I just think the big the the thing like to to sit here and like buy the story of like I gotta go like you know and and it's a lot of pe- you know when on you up you know people write in about people telling them an excuse and they go is it valid any excuse is valid but any excuse is to say i don't want to be with you forever and i'm willing to risk that by leaving you now like michael a is saying i am willing to risk finding someone as good as if not better than you katie and i believe that the risk isn't that really crazy for me and i also felt like katie's reaction was sort of like um okay he's four <laughs> like i <laughs> he's like, fine like, like, like anyway literally like i was like, i bought juice boxes yeah she's like i don't fucking understand i sent a box of gushers what's the issue you'll be home in a week and a half um i don't know i thought yeah that was odd and then we get into this this meant oh and then the producer who hugged michael we've never I seen that I before that. Yeah, new producer. I was like, she definitely got fired. She no, she like whispered <laughs> in his ear. I was like, good job. Yeah, did you it. did it. Yeah, you're out. Like, yeah, winked at him. She was like, there's an unmarked you're- car in the front of the building. Right. <laughs> we've got, we've gotten letters for you. <laughs> like, like the thing is, like Michael A is a hot commodity, whether it be The Bachelor or just generally. Like the I, you know, like he will be fine, but like. You know, there's women out there who love a guy in prison in the same way there's a women out there that are like, oh, my God, this guy has committed before. And, you know, now he's out in the market and looking for his next wife. Like, this is an attractive scenario. To oh, yeah. yeah. Michael A. will be just fucking fine. Just yeah. fine. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so we're uh, we're finally at the men tell all, and man, so this is the first time we're sort of seeing Caitlin and Tasha being actual hosts and um, reading off a teleprompter, and man, it is awkward. Well, it's awkward, and also it started from minute one. I don't know if you guys caught this, but it's always about them, and and oh, like, yeah. listen, I'm. And I hope what, what what annoys me is any time any criticism of Caitlyn Tasha, they go bring on Chris. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying 
this ain't the this ain't the answer. She goes, the minute they they roll the cameras, the one off prompter thing she Caitlin says, she goes, We're hosting the Mentello. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. And you go, again, not about Katie. It's about we're hosting the Mentello. And, we're the star of this movie. You're not. And the whole and, yeah. like that's the tone that you start off. And yeah. the whole time was reading off a teleprompter and look like I it, it felt like Honestly, it felt like somebody that's not good at interviewing from like, like, like they weren't listening and responding. They were just going straight to the next question on the teleprompter. Like there was no like follow ups to what someone had said. Yeah, Reacting to like, oh, Michael's crying. Um, They were like, okay, anyways, next. Yeah. Um, we're like, uh, can we at least like give Michael a second yeah. or be like, are you okay? Do we have a tissue? Any sort it, of like impromptu could be could have been fun. I, I feel like eliminating one of them would have helped the problem. I totally agree. I, I because this is a hard job. Like like this isn't to say this is an easy job. They have so, they have a producer in their ear, you know, yelling at them, move it along, move it along, say you know, get it going. But when you have to worry about a co-host. And you're worried about like getting equal time or being able to like you know trade off. That's a third thing to like. You have producer, you got the person in front of you, and you have a co-host. And the co-host is sitting there thinking that they're the star of the show by saying we're the we're hosting the men's tell-all. Like and so, like also, it is a difficult job. That's something that if you're hosting yourself. Obviously, if I was hosting the mental all in my head, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm hosting the mental all. But that's of where course. it stays when you have a co-host. <laughs> then it's like, look at what we did together somehow. Um, I don't know. I thought that was really weird. And then we immediately jump into Connor and I was like, let's just get as weird as possible from the get. Yeah. Like, I mean, I w- the one thing I was very happy about was the live studio audience. I, I was, I was so Oh, I, I call them the dome of the undateables and they are just on at, talk about like t- that's what made Caitlin and Tasha look even weirder is like them having zero emotion, zero response to things that were being said and the crowd being so into it. Into so it. like tears running down their cheek and just like they were just they were fantastic. I have to say the the audience it was everything I missed about like it was like such a throwback. I was so happy. The woman in the cat suit. I mean, I know to cheer on Connor. Thank you. Just all of those crazy losers coming out. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so happy that they were back. It was just such a. It was like a warm blanket being wrapped around me. Getting there like two seconds of screen time where like somebody's talking in there in the background being like, this is amazing. Like yeah, the or- facial reactions. The- oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, imagine that whole thing without a studio audience. It would have been unbearable. I, I, I can't. Uh, I, I legit can't. Oh, so we actually start not with Connor, but with Aaron and Cody drama where I'm like, no one gives a shit about this. Brendan is saying fake news about everything. Yeah. Somebody tweeted like they're like um you, oh it was it was us. I was just going to be like I think I you're going to say you. <laughs> I think it was me. You should say it. Oh that it's obvious Brendan's from Canada cuz he doesn't have PTSD every time he hears the words fake news and cuz every time he said it I'm like uh uh um 
And then like Carl and everything involved was so insane. And then they stand up like they're going to fist fight. We know you're not going to fucking fist fight. There was no part of me that thought at any moment they were going to fist fight. And Aaron says, bro, after every single thing he says, it was it was a. I think they were just scraping for scraping for um, drama. Like bringing up the Aaron yeah. and Cody situation. Like Aaron was like, Cody, you posted on your social media that you're going to be famous in six months. It's like, who cares? Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the, the people involved weren't important enough. Like to, to be honest, it felt like this, this happened too soon, which is probably because next, you know, whatever happens next week is like, it kind of like ends the show. Um, but like I, you know, there's, the people we really wanted to hear from are Michael A, a little bit of Andrew because we already kind of got their ending, you mm-hmm. know, that got prolonged. And then you want to hear from like Blake, Greg, and um, right. and Justin because those people have actual relationships with them. There's stakes. Like Cody, I was like, oh, I remember. Like I, for- I had forgotten that they had a five minute fight. You know, the Brendan stuff. Like you know, I just you know, Brent. Carl, I. Carl like even annoyed me again where he you could tell like that's where you needed a host like Carl's a liar like he stood up and he goes has anyone here ever made a mistake and it's like yeah that's uh, that's what liars do they they make it so it's everybody I, you know like, I wanted, so, like someone needed to be like Carl sit the fuck down number one yeah Carl exactly like and then Aaron's yelling he's like what and then you tell Katie to watch her six bro are you serious bro you tell Katie to watch her <laughs> fucking back bro like bro you don't even like Katie bro and I was like you don't like Katie either none of you liked Katie yeah. Aaron, I don't even think you it, kissed Katie yeah I, and and we didn't even get we really didn't get Hunter like Hunter like back no. down after and this is a guy who listens to every single podcast about the Bachelorette including this is a guy this who one. DMs including this one hi Hunter good to hear from you <laughs> um, he, he's he's DMing everyone to tell his story well dude tell your fucking story you know like um, he it became and again like I I think these are just we don't get really. You can tell who the strong personalities are in the house without it, them being like people that are going to like get with Katie. Like you could tell like Trey, Aaron, Brendan, yeah. they ran the shit. Like you could tell uh-huh. like they were the they were the party, they were the fun, they were the cool dudes. Like you could tell Connor was you could see the high school dynamic of it. You could see like yes. I always explain like when you go to a high school party they like someone will be like were you friends? I'll be like same party different cars. You could tell <laughs> who you could tell who showed up to the party in which car. You could tell Connor and Hunter like had their car at the party, and then there was like you know the Trey, Aaron, Brendan, uh, James car. Oh my god! And then you could yeah. tell you could you could tell Carl was like it'd be weird if he showed up at the party. You know, like it, it's so it all was very apparent, but like because there was no delineation of importance of stories, like the Cody story wasn't important. The, the Carl story would would have been fine to talk about. The Hunter story was more important than any of them, and you needed someone at the helm to be like, okay, enough with this. Give me more Hunter. Yeah. You know, like, Hunter, and- what happened with you? Why did you say this? You're top four. Do you watch The Bachelorette? Do you what? What is your knowledge of this show? Everyone seemed to think you were a super fan. What? What about that? You know, then you go to. Uh, so that was all just. It didn't have a hierarchy. There were no and questions. There were no questions being None. asked. It was just 
uh, free for all. Somebody and talk, totally. somebody talk. Yeah, and I think Caitlyn and Tasha aren't comfortable enough to be like ignore the producer in their ear to like respond to things. Sure, you and know? they have to, and you have to have somebody that pushes back on that I, there needs to be both the side that's like keep the show moving keep the show moving and the side that's like asking questions that okay, matter wait, we but, need to dig deeper into this because this is yes. going to be good for tv not just oh shit, yeah. i have to move on but hold up let's but talk. also what's the what's the pre-production meeting like like what are these producers doing where it's like none of them had notes like to say like hey hammer this one this is the story these are the people we want to hear from like and maybe they maybe they made a miss and they were like, we do want to hear from Cody. Like, I don't think anyone was like begging for the end of that story. Like, I, I it just. Yeah. And also, this isn't live live. This is, oh, this is in a studio pre-recorded. So you can spend you have time. Like, it's not this like, also could have been like, yeah, like six hours of they record for hours and hours and hours and they smush it down into you know, an hour and a half or less than that because of commercials and whatnot. But like the fact that the most exciting or the, the way that the Hunter segment ended was with Connor B being like, well, he was my roommate, so I know he's a good guy. Yeah, That's right. How it and ended. it's like, yeah, and I'm like, the, the guy with the ukulele under his chair to be like, well, yeah, if I was I Hunter, trust him to be cynical enough to. Yeah, he has no cynicism whatsoever. If I was Hunter, I'd be like, Connor, I can fight my own battles. But thank you. Can he? <laughs> uh, but it's no. like they really did seem to like not like Hunter. And you go, what's the story? What? Give us the this is why we're yeah, here. It you know, it was weird like, because really nobody was defending him except for Connor B. And that was and it the took very him a while. End. And, uh, but like everybody did not. Yeah. Like, it was really interesting. There, Brendan, you know, like, got to. I mean, Brendan was like the ringleader of all this, but he even got um, t- started talking shit about Hunter. And I've never seen him say anything to Hunter on the show. Exactly. That's uh, Housewives reunions notoriously like they'll start in the morning having coffee, and then by the end of the reunion, Andy Cohen's like, "Okay, can we wrap this up? I need to get home to put my kid to bed." Like they film for like fifteen hours, <laughs> and like, and the, like they don't have a do they do they have a studio audience for that? No, and they'll show like little like on commercials like one of the housewives being like, "Can I have a glass of wine?" And Andy will be like, "No, it's too early. You can't." Um, uh-huh. But it, he'll also when they're yelling at each other over and over he'll be like i said shut up we're moving on and yeah. that's what you need or else you get yeah, stuck like with Andy's like a full on- reunion of cody and aaron and nothing about and- people we care about but that's because andy like is unfireable and like yeah. you know this is the problem with having you know co-hosts that need this job mm-hmm. you want someone that like was like like a, like emmanuel acho like i the guy was on the show for four minutes and he had a bigger impact on how it could be hosted than we've seen in years. Yeah. Like it's just, I feel like Wells just, will, will do well. Also we'll see in paradise, but I feel like Wells would be a good, yeah. I, I mean, he's a host host. Like he hosted a radio show. Like he, he, he's mm-hmm. trained in this thing. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, let's get into Connor. Cause... Wait, wait, one one other quick thing. When Carl said, Brendan, you're just here um, so you can get a free ticket to the U.S. and drink free beer. That 
was hilarious because he was the only one drink beer this like entire time. There was not a second where Brennan was on screen. Well, almost for the entire show. But when he was on screen, <laughs> he had a beer in his hand. And so like I died. I just liked how Brendan like looked and was like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I don't really. Next question. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Selling a little or a lot <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business what I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level I know we use Shopify here at Betches and honestly anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Okay. Connor. Connor, they bring up Connor. He says that he texted his exes asking if he was a good kisser or not. I, well, yeah, but the thing, so this whole kisser thing, uh, people were talking about it on like Twitter and uh, like this casting thing came out that it was obviously a plant. And it really, I mean, it felt that way because the way it was even brought up, Caitlin was like, so has anybody ever told you you're a bad kisser? Like out of nowhere, like picked it, like it was literally on the teleprompter, but it, it came out of nowhere. Like they weren't talking about that. They were just talking about how their relationship ended and that that, um, spark wasn't there and then she was like well has anybody told you you're a bad kisser and then it goes well I think the idea thing. was that Katie said that the kiss was why they didn't why she sent him did home did she though yeah she did oh. she said well she like she said when she, they kissed she didn't feel anything what she meant is she didn't feel a spark what Connor heard was your bad kisser ah well and also Connor like he was saying after every kiss, was that good? Was that okay? <laughs> like, I, I don't think that... That, that doesn't sound like someone who nailed it. Was that good for you after a kiss? Just imagine Brutal. the rest. But Kay, in a world where you hear that someone's a bad kisser, are you, as a woman, like, basically, like, 
Well, I got. I I can't believe that's true. I gotta see for myself. Or are you like, no, I believe it. I'm gonna not fuck this dude. Yeah. Like. I mean, I also I I remember you mentioned this last time or on one of the other episodes where you were like, just because uh, they're not a bad kisser, they're a bad kisser for you. Yeah, and that. Can I, be, that. I like that, but like I would never like this girl who stood up and she was like, Connor, like already mic'd. Um, yeah, Connor. I know. I Please. just have to say that I don't like. I can't believe that you're a bad kisser. Like what? Uh, like the yeah, fact a, that the, we were supposed to believe she wasn't an audience plant. Like she could have ate his tongue out his face. You know what I mean? Like if it was a stranger, she could have fucking shanked him in the side of the head. Like they don't just let strangers come up and make out with people. She did it. She did an interview. She sat down. I mean, like, the idea that they were like, well, yeah, well, sit down. Like, she got more time than Kyle on this episode. Yeah. yeah. She had better chemistry with Caitlin and Tasha than Katie did. <laughs> it's fair. I mean, it is just interesting to me that, like, they... I, I don't mind the plant stuff, but I do mind the premise just being untrue. Because I think it's like, like, Connor can't be happy that he has... Uh, he's on ABC talking about... How, how he's not very sexual. Right. He had no sexual chemistry. Like, that's not a good thing. I'd be embarrassed. And the, yeah, the idea that a woman stands up and goes, I think he's got tons of sexuality. And then, like, let me see for myself. And then they make out. And then Connor's like, I was checking you out. Like, dude. Like, and Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, while they're making out and all the guys are cheering. And then Andrew's like, you're a tiger. You're a tiger. You're a tiger. Yeah. I was like, this feels very like um a porno where it's like a frat house <laughs> like it felt like the it felt like a, a rom-com where the nerd becomes prom king yeah it was like like we were like forcing it like it's like no we're all gonna vote for him because it's a big this is fun this is great and, good for us and, Bad, you know and to be honest that kiss looked worse than Con all yeah. of Connor and Katie's. I was like, this is not helping your point, bro. I was like, now I'm cringing even more because this looks horrible. Yeah, yeah. agreed. So, um, so we, we, we go to Andrew's interview, which I could have taken a nap during Andrew's interview. I mean, I'm a, is, that, is, this is my, everybody's like, Andrew S for Bachelor, Andrew S for Bachelor. I get DMs constantly on bachelor being like you forgot to list andrew s's potential bachelor no i didn't yeah no <laughs> no and, and he is campaigning you wrote here he's campaigning for the bachelor it, it, it there was a lot of that going on last night especially when katie came out like like everyone tries to out uh be the the, the best human being ever to have lived outside, on the earth. outside and, everybody else yes. yeah and they do they do this thing where they're just like you made me a better person. All I know how to love a woman now. And it's like, okay. Dude. Trey, like I, Trey even said that. <laughs> yeah, like, Trey, Trey was what? doing a lot. Literally, I'm like, you guys don't know her that well at all. But I felt like Andrew S. was reading from a book of like things to say, uh, like becoming the bachelor for dummies. Because he, he <laughs> yes. says, like, I've been accustomed to heartbreak. Um you, uh, I, I'm just still waiting for someone to pick me for a hundred percent me. He's he was playing the crowd, like which is that's kind of why I love having the studio audience there. It's like 
He he knew what got. He was getting reactions from that. Like when he says, "I love a rom com," they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, me too." I grew up watching you know, rom coms <laughs> with my mom. And then Tasha says, "You said you deserve to be chosen, and you do." And he goes, "I do." Yeah. I do. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's hot as shit. Like he's hot. He is a railing pussy. Do not yeah. you really? dare. Oh my like, God. But like, I'm like, this man is, is, is probably. That was Chris who said that. Everyone, that was not Chris me. that said it guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making a point. Okay. Obviously I, I, he, I, I listen, it's, it's one of those things where you go, how I, I, and I, I've just how have I never I, I've been alive 36 years. I have a lot of male friends. I have a lot of straight male friends. How have I never heard one talk like this ever in my life? Ever. Like, and, like so <laughs> ever. so you're not you might be this guy might be 10 percent different than me, but he's not 100 percent different than me. So what's going on here? You know, so that's why it doesn't ring really true. They know? also never talked about the fact that he left a note saying, if you change your mind, I'll be here. She changed her mind. And then he wasn't there. They left out all yeah. of that. But that was, that's the juicy stuff you want to hear. You, she gave you a chance to come back. Why didn't you go back? Like, why wasn't that talked about? Yeah. They literally were just like, so you got sent home and he's like, it was devastating. And not, yeah. the, and not the fact that she kept going after him and, like, how he felt about her, you know, chasing after her like that. At nothing. Oh, how about doing that final kiss? Did you think it was weird that she, you guys French kissed after you broke up? Is there any... Do you think that's weird? Like, yeah. like, like <laughs> I, right? And he's I like, also, not for me. I always French kiss the girls I break yeah, up with. <laughs> I also forgot that, like, French kiss is a word or, like, a... <laughs> A term. <laughs> Kay's like, I haven't been so, kissing Americans since I was sixteen. It's just like make. I always say make out instead of French kiss. But hearing French kiss is like that's uh, so funny. Like do you go? Do you want a French kiss? <laughs> Throwback. Listen, the the '90s are in right now. I'm wearing my I'm wearing my hair clip and my butterfly clips, and I'm and your really baggy jeans. Bring it. And my baggy jeans, and I'm bringing back French goods. Jared is actually in Shop Betches merch, shopbetches.com. It's my favorite t-shirt. Um, but anyway, then we go on to uh, Michael A., which was an unnecessary interview, in no, my we opinion. No, watched it. Like, we watched we, the Michael we, A. interview, we, like, or we watched him cry, get sent home. We didn't need to bring him back up. And I love the... I, But I did like watching the evolution of his beard i forgot yeah. he came on his the beard. show completely beard like clean shaven his beard um people gave matt james a lot of shit for their for his beard i thought michael a's beard was much worse than matt james. I oh agree. i disagree i disagree so disagree. much really matt's beard still i can't stand it, 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 don't i love a beard you just gotta shape it up you gotta it, give yeah, it a it little just, shape it didn't work to me last night um his beard but i i definitely i i i do think michael a is a good talker though like when he when when they yeah. got him talking you know it talks about you feel like you're in high school again like it is interesting he's always going to be interesting because of his story um but the fact that they rehash so much like yeah like they could have gotten the next question you know the next question is what what about that facetime was different than the other facetimes with your child and 
you say you want to go back with her. Was it because you had to bring her into your, bring a new woman into your child's life? Was that the re? You know, like press him a little. Let's let's have the conversation because it is an interesting one. Because he he was the bachelor in that scenario. He dumped her. Yeah. yeah. Also, when he said you feel like you're in high school again, I was like, oh, so you were cool in high school. <laughs> I can't. Because there's, um. I'm like if. If they were like, okay, it's going to feel like you're in high school again, I would be like sprinting in the other direction. Um, LOL, Connor just posted on Instagram and his caption says, good morning to Tara Kelly and Tara Kelly only. Stop. Uh, I, I mean, come on, Stop. Connor. Also, her, it's Tara Kelly music if we want to talk about <laughs> being there for the right reasons. I'm not even kidding. That is like, her Instagram. Just hook her up with Jed and be done with it. They're all going to play in a bar on Broadway this week together. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Speaking of things that were insane to include in this, the Caitlin proposal. Okay. So, so yeah. So they bring out. So it starts as Tasha says, "I'm gonna bring out a very special guest of mine," and it didn't seem like it was a surprise to Caitlin, right? No, no. like she knew. That's what I, it felt like. So then she comes out. He goes, oh, your special guest. And then Jason comes out. And is it to just show how they got engaged? What what was the premise here? I don't know. Like They also got just, engaged a while ago. A while ago. And we all saw it. And we heard the podcast about it. And we saw all the videos about it. Like, we know. It, it, it really was another reason or another um, more proof that it's all about Tasha and Caitlin and it's not about Katie. This is Katie's mentel all and we are talking about Caitlin's engagement. What? We do not care. Katie had to f- and they had they had Katie follow it. She had to follow had it to as follow her opener. It. Her opener was the uh, uh, a beautiful engagement over a podcast and a speech from some dude in a ring that was so big that she made a choking sound like yeah this is all what katie had to come after it was just so interesting to just watch it like you're like does nobody here see this like what's going on if it was so weird i love jason and i still was like what the fuck is this in this for well, then you have to wonder, like, what's like, does Jason still work or is he just like Caitlin's fiance now? Like, what's going on? Like, how many events? Yeah. How many how many events can he do before his job goes? Hey, man, you're out of PTO. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's like, you know, like you got you're out of days off. You got to come to the office like and listen to I get like, you know, they have a story, but like. If I, 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 there were moments in that Jason Caitlin thing where you were like, "What show am I watching?" Caitlin season. It feels so like you know how JoJo and um, 
Jordan have like that house reno show and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it feels kind of like that's what Caitlyn and Jason are trying to get to. But like Jojo and Jordan, it just feels much more natural. And also yeah, because the f- they left the bachelor. Like, yeah. They, they didn't do it from within. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, I don't, and I feel like, like I read in an interview recently that Jojo said that like the first year of the relationship, they stayed together because of the pressure of like not breaking up because they had gotten engaged so pub or gotten engaged so publicly and then that's why he reproposed was when it was like really uh it they was really like three wanted years later yeah and so i'm like there's just like a realness about jojo when she says her story that i, I don't get as well, much i it's not even that i don't buy that they're like in love fine they're in love like i i i i I buy that i don't buy that this isn't a that there's not plotting going on no yeah no i believe they're in love i think they're busy they're they're in love and they're also business partners like you know like to to be like well can we mention that we have a podcast on here because they need podcast listeners too just like we do you know and and what are they gonna where are they gonna find them oh they have a podcast what's a podcast you know now you're on the on monday nights on abc like you know there there was there's just plotting to this and like listen everyone's plotting i'm not saying that she's alone right theirs is just theirs is just so obvious so obvious it's kind of gross and i said it before and i got so much fucking hate for it but I said, I was like, it feels very performative. I'm not saying that they're not in love, but it's very performative. Like, everything's about, like, uh, I hated that they did that, like, um, with the whole engagement thing. I just really thought that was so... Um, I, I mean, I don't know who watched it and thought this that it, it... Like, if you watched that and thought it made sense, I don't know what you... Like, you must really love Caitlyn and Jason in a way that I can't even understand you. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't love I don't love any couple that much. No. I you know like if if my parents were like on the bachelorette renewing their vows I'd be like get the fuck out of here this isn't your show. Like even my parents I'd be like what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it felt very um like a uh, uh maid of honor gets proposed to at the wedding of her ba- uh, yes. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so but then then Katie comes out mm-hmm. in in her in her sprite dress. Like, can we um, give this right. bitch a gown? What is going on? We can't throw a gown on her. If I was the the main event, I'm the last to come out. I want like Moira Rose coming in at the end of Shit's Creek with like uh, blonde hair to my feet and like a gold dress. But this further proves the point that she is not the main character of this show. Yeah, this this is a, we're not being treated yeah. as that as, as that. She looked like. She should be on the rim of a vodka soda. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. But she comes out and it's interesting to watch first Michael. He was the first one to talk to her because they were like, well, Michael, this is your first time seeing Katie. I'm like, I think it's most of these guys first time seeing Katie. But yeah, first time seeing Katie mm. since the breakup. And that felt really genuine. I think Katie was going to choose Michael. I fully think that Katie was going to choose Michael because the way her face looked when he was talking to her was so like uncomfortable and like upset. Like you could tell that she felt some type of way about this. Well, when he was like, 
we we asked Michael and he said that he'd still be interested and Katie was kind of like yeah that's nice um but you know what happened is what happened and that's how it should be so I mean it, it felt like someone who had to move on from it like the way she said no such a hard no it felt like someone who was like yes I need to move on from this I can't live in a world where this is like an open tab I have to keep going uh, and she, like she like f- it sounded like someone who had forced the idea of him out of her mind. That it's was- like when your ex texts you and you're drunk and you're like, I know if I respond to this one, then it's going to be a rabbit hole of drunk texting whenever we're drunk. And she mm. was like, I got to just uh, sharply say no here. Cold turkey. But you also have to think about uh, the fact that she couldn't really say anything else because there's a whole sure. other episode. Like, and we don't know how it ends. Like, we don't know if she, like, they usually bring those things up, like, on the after the final rose type of thing, or like, if they're, if they maybe uh, bring him out or something, but no. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, yeah, I guess it is a lot, has, a lot of this has to do with, like, the order with which they did it. Like, to me, they, they might have been better off having, like, a men's tell all slash after the final rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I would have liked that better. I think this because what is next week's the final episode, right? Is yeah, it? no, two weeks. Two it's weeks. just two more weeks. Next because week is they three said hours, f- though. I think next week. No, the no they said they. It was a weird thing that they said because I actually was listening for that to see if like we were done next week, and they said August 9th is the is the three hour oh. season finale. So what's the second? Oh, that makes sense because the 16th is the premiere of Paradise. Yeah. So it all kind of like goes together. So like I, I, and so I'm wondering like, so is next week a two hour regular show for the, for the, you hometowns. know, and then for the hometowns and then they get to the final, it'll be, or it'll be a, to be continued. It'll be hometowns on the second, on the ninth will be fantasy suites and then the finale and then after the final rose. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and well, then they bring they bring Thomas on on video conference, which why? to me prove well I they never explain why, but like that to me the only assumption I can make is that Thomas is as much a liar as he was made out to be, because that's a liar's move is to like know your surroundings, like to know like and he even sounded like he had pre taped the whole speech. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. they, like they were they were talking to him, and you just see Kay like. Yes. And then like he goes and like it didn't seem like two people talking to each no, other. It I felt like it felt like two people that had just like recorded in different rooms. Yeah, what a shame though. He is a good-looking man. Good-looking dude. And when it, when Katie called to, uh called Aaron, Aaron. LOL, called Aaron <laughs> Thomas, I thought I was about to spit out my drink. That was <laughs> yeah. Also somebody said something about Aaron being as fake as his smile and I thought that was, was very Hunter. funny. Hunter was like, I don't know what's uh what's more fake, your smile or your personality or something like that. I and am I like, I'm like those veneers, bitch. Like <laughs> Yo, when I go into the dentist next, I'm gonna bring in a picture of Aaron and be like this. <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> well I'm like but like a shade down. Like not glowing. He has um, like Three, he has more teeth in his mouth than I do. Like, I feel like there's just so many. <laughs> That's like a $50,000 smile, him though. Him and Claire, him and Claire have the same mouth. Same dentist, probably same orthodontist. Same dentist. 
Um, <laughs> okay, then we have Connor sing another goddamn motherfucking song. Talking about bromance, which is exactly what Jared said at the beginning about I'm sick of watching a bunch of guys come on here and become best friends. This is not yeah. what I'm watching. I don't care about bromance. Yeah, it felt like and the boys in Pitch Perfect. Like that. <laughs> I'm gagged. <laughs> no. Yeah like so that was the vibe of the whole thing and i hated it hated it yeah well it, it just goes along with like you know like you know the bachelorette is just i mean look at the the bachelor like reunion versus the bachelorette reunion like Look how those two, how different those are. Like, mm-hmm. and like, like the divisions are so clear in the Bachelor reunion. the The Bachelor reunion, it's like a bunch of dudes who like are cool with each other, but you know, have some beef, and that's it. You know, and but they're gonna sing together at the end. Like, it's yeah. so true. It's wild. It was really, it was really something. I, I, I get, I get it that you came on this show and you, um, you know came looking for a girl quote unquote but you making a bunch of friends and now we um are gonna watch <laughs> all of you guys hang out every day and pretend like none of that drama like you didn't like talk shit about hunter <laughs> but you're gonna hang out with him in san diego yeah no Con- connor is like the kid from summer camp who thinks like the next year is like wait what do you mean you guys aren't going back to summer camp and they're like yeah. we're into <laughs> beer and weed now we're not going yeah, we back are- to summer we're camp not- and he's like but i've been looking forward to it all year and they're like connor like bro it's over it's over man (laughs) you gotta let it go um should we move on to some quick categories yeah yeah let's do it um all right would you guys rather not be invited to the mentel all or just not speak at all during the mentel all not speak yeah, not speak. I I'll take the delta points. I'll take the you know going to L.A. free trip. Yeah, Be- free being able trip. to say that you were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get you get the picture with the bros. You get the Instagram likes. Um, and to just see what that the men tell all audience is like. I'm just such a fan of the audience. Yeah, I do love Jared's passion for the audience of the men tell all. <laughs> I am so, and I've gotten people that are mad that I call them the dome of the undateables, (laughs) but I, I say it with so much love and affection for those people. Just, I, I envy they're, they're just like, it's just love and oohs and ahs. Yeah. Just unbridled (laughs) enthusiasm. It's just love and affection. You'll never get returned to you. That's right. But still, I'm going to say, would you rather be in the audience at the Mentel all or after the final rose? After the final rose, I want all the answers. I want all the questions that you can ask. Even Katie was like handcuffed. Like that you could tell Katie has Katie's with someone. You can yeah. kind of see it. The way she responded to Michael A. Like love and respect. That was a hand. Yeah. 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 It was all. Uh, that's the other thing. Like Katie's like all her responses were like I thought she was like a senator. Yeah. Like it was like it yeah. was kind of bizarre. I'll say mental all. I feel like I'd fit in well with that dome of <laughs> undateable people. I like the I like the mental all at also just because I think it would be um, just more fun. Yeah. yeah, I there's there is more fun. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a frat house. That's like a, the I love you a frat get that house. Type of thing. 
Um, okay, you guys ready? Proposed to on this podcast. So you get proposed to on this podcast. Or celebrate someone else's proposal on your men tell all. Oh my god. If someone Well if I was getting proposed to on this podcast, yes. It would either be from a straight man or a woman. So I don't know that. Well, no, we, we bring on the love your boyfriend. of your life. And the he's love the of your life. The love of my life would we, know never to propose you. to me on this podcast. <laughs> this is the point. <laughs> I would rather ha- have my my proposal. Or what was it? Someone else's proposal on my mental all. Yeah, they, you, they I would do a throw, segment. I would throw a bitch a bone. I'll give them that. I, I would rather okay. do that. Yeah, I, I would rather have somebody propose to me on this podcast. I think that would be cute. I This podcast is like a baby of mine, so I think that would yeah. be cute. See, I'm already stressed out at your answer to that, Kay, because I'll be the one that has to like set it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I'd rather good. sell it. I'd rather celebrate someone else's proposal just so I could talk shit about it afterwards on a podcast. On like your this. podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, cringiest moment. Ugh, it was Caitlin and Jason's engagement. I can't get over that. I'm so annoyed. I'm happy I'm, for I'm them, with you. but annoyed. Kay, Kay, I'm with you. Same, same cringe. Yeah. There was a lot of cringe, I felt. The Katie calling Aaron, Connor in general, um, the hosting kind of in general. Uh, yeah, I was cringing quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and also Michael A's son getting more time on the air than Brendan. half the dudes. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jared, do you have a minute? No, I've, 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 I've given my piece on All Michael A enough. Yeah. Okay, so for the accept this rose, I wrote Taisha. At, I thought Taisha was a good host. I thought Taisha and Caitlin together were not great hosts. I thought just like compare comparing the two, I thought Taisha's was much more natural, and I just can't get over how like beautiful and charismatic she is. I thought Taisha was a great host this week, just not them together, and then like how it ended up working out. So she got my rose. I like Tasha this week. I love Tasha. I love Tasha. End of state uh, sentence. And I think that she could be a great host because she's been great in other things. I feel like for some reason in this environment, she's like very much holding back. Not some reason because she's paired with Caitlin Bristow and she can't fully be. I feel like they're both dimming their shine while still trying to shine. So it feels uncomfortable. But um, I said Connor will accept this rose because he got to make out with someone and he was the only one. That's true. Connor's the only person yeah. who got some. That's true. Um, I gave it to the, the whole audience. Again, let me reiterate <laughs> how much I love. my love the studio audience at the Men Tell All. Um, the, 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 the shots of their reactions, their tears streaming down their faces, the woman dresses a cat, even the plant that came up and had her moment to kiss Connor. It just was all great. And I love the dome of the undateables. Tens across the board for the audience. Tens across the board. All right. We will be back next week. Um, but make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the bachelor on Twitter, bachelor pod. 
Subscribe to our newsletter, The Bachelor Breakdown, at betches.co slash bachelor breakdown. You can follow me at KYork City. Me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm at Jared Free. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Betches.